to start so, over? Yeah, so make, I don't even need to say what we no. are because it's just the intro. Yeah. Why, why, who we are and why we think you would be interested in our podcast. Okay. okay. You, why don't you tell us what okay. we're interested in the podcast? Uh, I'll t- I can handle who I am. All right. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Danielle Renshaw with Ruffle Willow Floral Design. Sarah Shepard with Burdock Farms Weddings and Events. So, yeah, Danielle and I want you to listen in on our podcast to learn how to have the wedding of your dreams with a budget you can afford, because sometimes we all get on Pinterest, don't we, Danielle? We do, and and we want it to be inspired by other things other than Pinterest, although we love Pinterest. We do love Pinterest. So, (laughs) yes. Just listen in to us every week and hear what we have to share with you. Our, we have 45 plus years of experience with yeah. weddings, planning them, designing them, having a wedding venue, catering, cakes, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, we are here to help you. We're uh, what we think are experts in our field and, and we want you to have your dream wedding without having the stress and the worry and being able to budget and afford it. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay. Now, you ready to do the podcast part? Yep. And I'm, since they're going to edit all this, I think we can just free range it. Okay. Let's just free range Because they'll tell us, right, if it sucks. Oh, right? yeah, they will. Okay. <laughs> We're here for another Not Your Pinterest Wedding podcast. Yeah. With Danielle. Yep. Danielle, Ruffle Willow, and Sarah with Burdock Farm. Thank you. Yeah. It's kind of weird tonight because, yeah. because we're going to be talking about venues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about this one because, you know, we talk to a lot of different people. We do talk about our business, but we don't get to talk about like our aspect of the business. Yes. This time we're talking about venues. We are. Yeah. So I'm going to get to interview you, Sarah. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> okay. So let's just jump right in. Okay. All right. So first of all, we know a little bit about Burdock, especially if you've listened to the other episodes, which you should if you haven't. So, but tell us a little bit about what you offer, the different types of venues you have, because you have multiple venues. So, tell us a little bit about it. Okay. And let me tell you, I thought we were crazy that we had two <laughs> venues until about two weeks ago, and I did a viewing with a young lady who said she went to a wedding of a friend of hers. Yeah. And they had 10 venues what? on the property. Yeah. And somewhere in eastern Kentucky or eastern Tennessee or something like that. I'm like, wow. What? I said, was it a resort? She said, no, it was owned by a family. Yeah. And they had 10 different spots on their property where you could have weddings. So I listened to a podcast on the way here and they were a Georgia barn venue and they had 13. Oh, my God. It almost sounded like it was 13 like different places where you can get married. Maybe, you know, like. You can get married in front of the barn or behind the barn. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. But okay. Yeah. Not 13 actual locations. Right. Well, 13 buildings is what I was thinking. Yeah. But I don't think it was 13 buildings. Well, she said it was 10 dang buildings. What? I'd be like, oh, my God. It about, I mean. How do you even keep up? I know. And we have great staff. Yeah. So let me yeah. just shout out to my staff. Yes. Very big shout out. Even me as a vendor who comes to your business. I've told you before. Yeah, I appreciate Especially that. Especially this year and last year, you your staff is like, Top notch. Yes, and I think we have the best staff of all the years we've been doing this for 10, family aside. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want them to hear this and get pissed off at me. Um, This year, I think we have some of the strongest, best, hardworking staff members that I've ever had. And they make all the difference in the world because we work all week prior to a wedding. Right. And then they step in and take over when the actual event occurs. So. The Shepherd family takes care of maintenance and grounds and flower beds and landscaping and fixing a door that's broken and uh, the sails and uh, all of that. Right. And parking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said marketing. Marketing. But, yes. Sorry. But also parking. But also parking. <laughs> yeah. If there's going to be a big wedding at Keith Glen, I have to be there for the parking yeah. because apparently nobody else can do it. Yeah. Nobody knows how to park. They don't. So anyway, yeah, we do have some great staff. And that kind of leads into, I think, when you are looking at venues, you know, you need to weigh all the pros and cons of what each venue offers, what can you live with, what can't you live with. So, yeah, we have two different venues. One is seasonal and one is year-round. You truly need to be a nature lover 
if you want to be at the barn venue. It's from May until October. It is covered. You're not in the direct sun. You're not in the direct weather. But you will be exposed to the weather. You will be experiencing the weather, just Mm -hmm. not on top of you. But you've got to be okay with that. And I really lecture Bart Brides very hard about that point whenever they are looking at that venue. Because I had a bride tell me like about five or six years ago, this was a while when we only had that one, that I told her we had no bugs. But Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you saying that ever. I'm, I mean, I said, no. I might have said, you know, we don't have a lot of bugs, but we have right. bugs. But yeah. I mean, we're, we're not like infested with bugs. Right. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you are in an outdoor wedding venue. You do realize that. And you are out in the middle of a field surrounded by cornfield, soybean field, hay field. These are old barns that we've converted. So yeah, I hate to tell you there's some bugs. (laughs) There's bugs for sure. Yeah. The other venue is, you know, if you love the amenities, is then what I mean by that is if you want creature comforts, I should say, some air conditioning and some heat, then Keith Glenn is the one for you. It still has a lot of natural beauty to it, like the barns but a different kind of feel to it. Tobacco barns always say that if you are a wide open space kind of a person, mm-hmm. if you like the wide open spaces, open fields, lots of long views, that's what you want. If you want something that's more secluded down in the woods with a woodlands feel and water feature, then Keith Glenn is the one you want. So yeah. that's kind of how I distinguish the two. Yeah, I would say that the tobacco barn is more like rustic country yes. where Keith Glenn is like industrial Still country, but like industrial chic. Yes. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I think they both have a similar feel while being very different at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how I came about the, I know we've talked about the history of how we Mm -hmm. started 10 years ago, had a wedding here, and then we just were turning away so many weddings, we decided to build a second menu. And what I did was I got online, I got on Pinterest. Ah, And I I just said, unusual, I can't even remember what I put in the search bar. Uh Unique, unusual wedding venues. Uh So I put that in the search bar and every day I would search and see what would pop and then start pinning ones that I like. I didn't have 5,000 on my board though. Yeah. (laughs) I have one called Floral Studio and every time I see something that I would like to have. And so I'm sure that's what y'all did too. Yep. Yeah. So Pinterest is helpful. It is very helpful. <laughs> yeah. We love Pinterest. We do. <laughs> sponsor us. Uh, yes, please do. Anybody sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, anybody. <laughs> Reality TV, you know, whatever. We do we're it down. in a flat second. <laughs> yeah. I already told my kids, mm-hmm. if we have a reality TV show, y'all are going to have to be yeah. involved. And yeah. they all said, nope. <laughs> That's kind of how Joey would be, too. Yep, yep. So just be depend on you and me, but I yeah. think we could carry it. Oh, yeah, we it. could still carry it. I yeah. think we totally could. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the packages you offer. Do you offer different packages? We do. Okay. Obviously, the tobacco barn's a little less expensive. It's a little than Keith Glenn because right. Keith Glenn has... The minimities. Um, yes, but how I do it, which is different than the majority of venues, and you correct me because you worked at more venues than okay. I've been yeah. in. Yeah. A lot of venues will piecemeal all of the amenities to mm-hmm. you. So the price sounded really great when you called them on the phone. But then you get there and you find out, well, the access to the dressing rooms is extra. Access to the kitchen is extra. Access to the ceremony site is extra. To be able to use their tables and chairs is extra. To get married on a holiday is extra. Mm-hmm. To have your rehearsal, rehearsal dinner on site is extra. Those are the majority of things that I have noticed other venues will upcharge you for. Yeah, I'd say you're correct in that. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're a flat fee. Okay, so you know ahead of time. 300, you know exactly what you're Mm -hmm. getting and what you're paying for. 365 days out of the year. If you want to get married on a holiday, it's going to be the same price as a non. Because I got married on a holiday. So I'm all about it. If you want to get married on a holiday, more power to you. And that way, also... I mean, you're creating a lot of work for yourself, I think. Mm. Just think about the spreadsheets some of those venues must have. Well, they're using the ceremony site, but this group isn't. And this group is using the dressing rooms and the kitchen, but they're not using the ceremony site. And this group is using this and that. I mean, the spreadsheets must be a nightmare on each couple that they have. I have too much to do. I have too much on my plate. This is truly a family-owned and run business. I don't have gobs of people at my disposal to do all the things. And all of us work other jobs. So 
I've decided we need to streamline this process. We need to make it easy. We make it simple on the couples. My motto or my mm-hmm. my mantra to them is what you see is what you get. Yeah. If you see something over there, yeah. I mean, I've even had them say, oh, you mean that draping that you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That draping is going to be here when you get here. I'm not right. taking it down. Yeah. I had to get on a lift to do it. And I'm the only one in my family that'll go up on the damn lift. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody will go up on the lift. They will stand down below and watch me and tell me I'm doing yeah. a great job, but they won't get in that damn Are they lift. all scared of heights? Yes. Really? Yes. All of them. So I hung that draping in there. Mm, you did a good job. Yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> so you know, those things. Oh, are those string lights going to be here? Yeah. Yes. Those string lights are going to be here. I'm yeah. not taking them down. And I think the point you're making is great for brides and grooms to realize is that when you go to tour venue, you need to ask them what is included and what's not included. Correct. And you also need to ask them things like, is there staff members that are going to help me? Or that kind of thing. Is there somebody help with parking? It's the little logistics that will cause you a lot of stress. Yes, it will. If you don't ask those questions ahead of time. So when you're touring a venue, the very first thing you need to ask when you're even thinking about it before you tour a venue, I feel like is the capacity size. Sarah, kind of talk to us a little bit about capacity. Well, the fire marshal has told me that our capacity is 277 people. Mm -hmm. But to tell you quite honestly, I don't feel comfortable having weddings that are that large. Yeah. I will have them, but I always tell couples, you know, that's going to be tight. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying we can't do it, but it's going to be tight. I prefer weddings that are 150 to 175, Mm -hmm. even though I can accommodate more. Right. So I can guarantee you that a lot of these venues are going to tell you they can accommodate 300 people and they really can't. Yeah. I hate to say that, Mm -hmm. but if you can get their square footage from them of their floor, their footprint, of where your guests will be sitting. Just just get that square footage. Mm-hmm. And then there's cool little apps on the knot and wedding wire and just out there in general where you can plug in the number of guests you're going to have and it'll tell you with round tables or long tables how big of a space you're going to need to accommodate your guests. Mm-hmm. So I heard it was 30 square. F- I'm, I'm probably wrong. I know I'm probably wrong. I've heard that it's 30 square foot per person is what you need. Does that sound right? That could be. I know for seems a little large. But I know when for you're standing, I think it's five to seven. Okay. So sitting, yeah, maybe maybe it's, thirty, yeah, maybe foot. we'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah, because I think that would be a, a good thing for people to know. Yes, I will say in my experience, the largest headache we always have is capacity. Yes, and people over inviting. Yes, uh, and when you do that kind of thing, you run into lots of of different scenarios. Um, I just told one of my brides recently. I tell a lot of my brides this, but it really shook her. Is when you're thinking about inviting someone realize that that person is getting a $100 meal from you. Mm -hmm. Look at it that way. Yeah. Because once you get your entire wedding budget, your flowers, your venue, your food, and you divide it by your wedding guests, it's usually around $100, sometimes all the way up to $300. Yes. Would you take that person out to eat a nice $100 meal and pay for it. That's a great and that and if, is a great yeah. way. To, and if yes. that answer is no, then they don't need to come be, to your wedding. Mm-mm. You know? They don't. If I'm gonna take you out, Sarah, for a hundred dollar meal and feel happy about that, then yes, you should go to my wedding. But if I'm gonna ask cousin Juanita from four marriages back and I'm like, I don't even know her last name, <laughs> she does not need to come to my wedding. No, she doesn't. <laughs> but if you look at it like in a money perspective, and I know that's hard to do because you want to have like emotions and sentiments with it. But if you look at it in a money aspect, is she not is she worth? Because everybody's worth that. But is it worth me paying a hundred to three hundred dollars? Yes. Per that person coming yes. to my wedding. Yes. That's a great way. And to- then think about your capacity of your venue too. Is this venue that important to you and that beautiful? that, you know, I'm willing to cut down 100 people because I want them to fit in there. And I mean, you know, your venue sets a lot of the tone for the day. It does. It really does. Because yeah. um, y'all going to be hanging out there all absolutely. day. Mm-hmm. And it's going to like, you're not going to do like a modern streamline, all rose hand bouquet kind of thing at some venues where you do it at the others. So, I mean, it really does set your tone of how everything's going to look too. I even discouraged a bride from booking here. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't want people to be unhappy. Right. I don't want them to, at the end of the day, go, you know, mm-hmm. why the hell did I have my wedding? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. 
And she was stressing, even though I felt like she was stressing about something that was not important. Mm -hmm. It was important to her. Right, right. And what was important to her was her guest being comfortable in the space uh-huh. and having enough room for a dance floor. Mm-hmm. She was only talking about adding three to four more tables, but she stressed so much about it. I could tell. I could hear yeah. it in her voice. I could see it in the text. Yeah. And finally, I just said, look, I just don't think maybe we're the right place for you. Yeah. You're stressing too much about how it's all going to fit here. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to be unhappy here. Right. I, you know, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you've gone to all this trouble to try to make it work in, yeah. in your head, but you you obviously are having a hard time yeah. wrapping your head around it. You're still having some reservations. Why? D- don't book somewhere you're going to have reservations about. Yeah. So she found a venue. She thanked me very much. Mm-hmm. And she found a perfect venue that could accommodate more people. In Tennessee, and I'm happy yeah. for her. Yeah. You know, that because she's going to be happy. Yeah. At the end of the day, we all want our clients to be That's happy. all that we want. Mm-hmm. I have turned away as many as I have had book. Yeah. I be- think we say it all the time. We're honestly not in this for the money because we would have picked a different career. Correct. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we want you to be happy. We're passionate about it. So, and also one thing to remember also, also, I say also a thousand times, to remember is <laughs> if you're inviting 100 guests, the lucky number is 75% of those people are going to come. Yes. So, you know, remember that if you're sending out 100 invitations, which 100 invitations is not 100 people, but, right. uh, you know. That's you, 200 people. That's 200 people or sometimes more if they're family, right. inviting children and stuff like that. But 75% of those people that you invite are, are usually going to come. Yes. So keep yes. that in mind, too, mm-hmm. when you're thinking like number-wise. Yep. So, Sarah, what are some questions you think couples should ask? When they're looking for a venue, Mm -hmm. any hidden costs. Yeah. How long do they have the venue for? Okay. Experience. Uh, Yeah. mm -hmm. Are they going to be required to have insurance, event insurance for their event? Yeah. What are the alcohol policies? Is there going to be any staff there to help them with any of the getting ready, setting up, anything like that? Right. Will the tables and chairs be set up? I've had that question asked a hundred times. Oh, I bet. Will the tables and chairs be set up? I said, nope. I'm pretty sure I've asked you that question. Nope. (laughs) Because I used to set them up. And then they would. And then they would move them all around. And I'm like, why am I busting my ass doing this? If they're going to change it anyway, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. The tables and chairs are here. They're all been cleaned off. You all have at it, set it up the way you want. Yeah. And we give two days. Yeah. In our biggest package, they get Friday and Saturday. Right. And then we have to do a Sunday package and then we do weekday packages. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You know, if you don't be opposed to a Sunday or a weekday wedding. Yeah. If you want to really get married somewhere and you can only afford a weekday. Well, yeah. What, what, do it. Do it. It's your, your wedding. wedding. <laughs> I mean, if people can't come, that's their problem, not your problem. Yeah. And if people really care about you and love you, they will be at your wedding. Absolutely. I think I might have told this story before in one of our earlier podcasts, but I just love it about the young lady who she prioritized her budget. Yeah. We did. Uh-huh. And hers was her wedding dress. That was on the budget one. So yes. go back and watch all about budget. Yes. Or not watch, listen. <laughs> it's right. Exactly. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, but she got married on a Wednesday because it fit in her budget. And she had, yeah, I bet there were 100 people here, 75 to 100 people. Yeah. So everybody that she wanted to be here was here. Yeah. So don't be opposed to getting married on an off day mm-hmm. to help you save yourself some money. Yeah. Another thing to think about, too, is an all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. If you are going to a venue and you live three or four or five states away. Yeah. If they have all-inclusive packages. Be sure you find out about those. How yeah. can those be helpful to you? Mm-hmm. Can those help you save money? Because sometimes a vendor, like with our all-inclusives, are willing to give a little discount mm-hmm. because we've included them in the all-inclusive. Right. So I give a discount. The DJ gives a discount. The florals give a discount. Yeah. The wedding planner gives a discount. The only thing you can't get a discount on is food. Yeah. Food is going to cost the same no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. You, you need to explore and talk to the venues that you're looking at. Yeah. Do they have a package like that mm-hmm. that might work for you and your family? Yeah. So. And those turnkey events like that are usually, well, number one, I think that they're very well produced because you've got a team of vendors who have worked together before and who, you know, know each other and, and know the the luxury or the high end that they expected of them. Right. Um, And also, like you said, 
everybody's offering a little bit more. So you usually get a little bit more than, you know. Yeah, you can sometimes get a bigger bang for your buck. Yeah, for sure. For we sure. do micro weddings, elopements, and all inclusives. And I'm telling you, those micro weddings I've been doing have been so much fun. Yeah. We're going to do six, end up doing six this year, I think. Yeah. So those are for usually folks who have been married before or they're older. They show up. They have the venue for a certain amount of time. Everything's done when they get here. Mm-hmm. Tables are decorated. Food is here. Cake is here. Yeah. They show up. They get married. They have done. a great, And they walk out the door. So little stress. I'm telling you, yeah. that's the way to do it. Yeah. So, okay. So that's questions that you need to ask your venue. I also think you need to ask like open policies, like, you know, vendor policies. Oh, yeah. That's that right. I forget about too. that. Yeah, a lot of venues do restrict do. you mm-hmm. and they or they not necessarily restrict you, but they tell you there are certain vendors that are not allowed on our property. Now, that would be a red flag to me. Yeah. If a wedding uh, venue said that to me, mm-hmm. if I was looking at that venue, that would be a huge red flag. Just yeah. telling you, ladies. Absolutely. And you should probably like reach out to the vendor that they say that you can't have and ask them why. Why? Or, you know, just put a filler out there, you know, because the. People will be more than happy to tell you. Yeah, you really will. So, (laughs) yeah, I I just would have a huge Mm -hmm. red flag. And we're open. We have an open. We let any vendors on the property. I don't think. So you don't have to approve them or anything. No. I don't even know mm -mm. most of the time. I haven't banned any vendor. Yeah. Now, I've had some vendors that I would never recommend to people. Right. But. They're not banned. But they're not banned. If that's your choice, if you want to go that route. Because let me tell you, (laughs) if something goes south with a vendor, if I had recommended them, yeah. I'm going to be the one that's blamed. Right. Like I said, I've been in the wedding business 35 years. I decided yeah. a long time ago, I'm not getting blamed because your vendor screwed up. Right. And I right. had recommended that vendor. Yeah. So you pick your vendor. Uh-huh. And if you are unhappy with them. That's then on you. That's on you. <laughs> I hate to say that. Yeah. But, but you know, it's true because we bust our ass to make, mm-hmm. to offer our reputation. I know you do, Danielle. I do yeah. too. I bust my ass so that we have a good reputation. Right. I am not going to let a little vendor out here yeah. that's having a bad day ruin that ruin point. ruin what I've worked so yeah. hard and long to, to create. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sarah. So, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are some tips that you have as far as the venue as preparing for their wedding day? Like, how can they stay ordering a nice? How can they have help, hire help? What are some tips and like tricks you've seen people do or you think are, people should do more? Well, I think uh, <laughs> g- being able to get the venue the day before, if you can at all, if there's any way that, uh, you know, yep. unless it's a venue that does Friday weddings, Saturday weddings, and Sunday weddings. Now, mm-hmm. I do have a Friday only package. I do have a Saturday only package. And of course, Sunday's always Sunday only. Not very often do people just book a Friday Friday or a Saturday. But guess what? Last weekend, we had a Friday wedding, a Saturday wedding, and a Sunday wedding. Oh, wow. We had three weddings. So we had to turn the venue over every night for the next group. Oh, God. I know. So if there's any way you can get, even if you have to pay for it, it's Mm -hmm. worth it. It really is. I feel as a, a, not a venue, but as a vendor, you're going to get more out of your vendor because they're not going to have to charge you as much and set up delivery fees Mm. as they would if they had two days to do that. Correct. I've recently had ran into this problem, you know, where we had to charge more because of a Saturday only kind of thing. And that cost would have been cut in half had they had a Friday and Mm. Saturday because you're talking more manpower, more time, more production, fewer, you know, things that can happen you can't let Yeah, you can't it. troubleshoot. Yeah, you can't. You can troubleshoot mm-hmm. on a Friday when yep. you're setting up. Absolutely. You can't troubleshoot on yeah. a Saturday. It's yeah. like, well, we got to do something else. Or two, two-day packages are really where it's I at. really think if so, If you can too. get them. If now, you can get them. Everybody can make a one-day package work 100%. Yes, I can. can make it. Yes. But it's just so less stressful. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you do, I'll have to say this about the Saturday bride. Mm-hmm. She came here with an army. She so had if it you, going. She had it going on. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to do it one day, yeah. have an army of people. Yep. You have very specific tasks for every mm-hmm. person. You're doing the, mm-hmm. the centerpieces. You're doing the candles. You're doing the furniture moving around You're do, or whatever. Yeah. Divide it out. T- tell people mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do and make people get it done. Yeah. If you don't have a wedding planner, if you have this kind of thing, 
find your best type A friend Mm -hmm. and like let them run it Mm -hmm. because they will, you know, you know, us type A people like we'll plan out a vacation and you'll know when you're going to do it and how you're going to do it and where you're going to do it because we'll have it planned out. So get your best type A person and ahead of time, not day of, not week of, months of Mm -hmm. plan that out. Like Sarah's going to put down linens. Joelle's going to Steam the linen, right? You know right. all these things, so everybody all the little knows. details. It's, yeah. I, it sounds silly. It sounds like you're micromanaging to nth degree, but you really need yes. to when it comes to a wedding, absolutely. Especially if you're doing a one day deal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, or just hire all the people to do it for you. Correct. Yeah, which is a great option. And I'm not saying that just to be kind of snarky, but I mean, there's people who will do it all for you. Make it turnkey. We talked to Courtney the other day yes. about doing turnkey kind of events. I mean, there's people out there who just that's their thing. Yeah, they love it. And they love it they and they're thrive. good at it. Uh-huh. And I mean, she's done it so much. Yeah. She doesn't have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, And that's what it. you want. Right. You want somebody that doesn't have to think about Experience, it. Experience, mm-hmm. for sure. Now, if you are going to do it all yourself, I also highly suggest that you see if the venue will let you come prior to your wedding as many times as you might need to. I know some venues limit how many times they will let a couple come and look to get measurements to lay out tables. I don't. I I mean, as long as they're coming during the week when there's nothing else going on, I don't care. You all come as many times as you want. If you have to come 10 times, that's fine. So when I text message you, if I can meet a bride here, (laughs) that you're a a bride, you don't care? I don't care. Good. That's good to know because I've done that a lot here. Like, No, you're not bothering me at all (laughs) because it just doesn't bother me. I can't understand limiting why, why do people right. do that? Can you tell me that? You, like I, I, I guess, said, you know more venues than I I guess do. it's more of a time thing. I'm not really sure. How is that bothering your time? I don't or, know. Especially I mean, if they don't need you to sit there and micromanage. You know, they're, I'm not going to sit there. I'm you a know me. bit of a control freak. So I probably would if it was my venue. Which is why I'm not a venue owner. <laughs> but like, as far as like those brides that I want to meet out here, it's because I want them to see the space yes. and I want them to see yes, let's do a big install here because yes. look at the impact it's going to make. Right. Or, you know, these tables are beautiful on their own. They only need some garland, you know? Yes. You can't see that when I'm sitting in, t- you know, a Panera or a Starbucks trying to tell you this stuff. But when you're in the space, it's so helpful. And it's nice to know that, you know, you as a venue and, and several other venues around here too will let you just come in and kind of tour the space and look at it and decorate it in your mind before the actual day. And that, and that helps a lot. And like you said, dimensions, if you know dimensions, measurements. I've asked you a hundred times how big that mantle is. I need to write it down. (laughs) I've got it all on my phone now. Yeah. Because you've asked me so much. I thought, I really need to have this down in my damn phone. Well, You're not the only one, It's so much bigger in person than you think it is. I know. It always is. Yeah. I mean, I've quoted out things before and then been like, crap, I'm going to eat that. Um, (laughs) Because I didn't realize how big it is. Well, I just pulled some measurements out of my ass. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. (laughs) <laughs> I have, but yeah. I, I've gone behind now and made gotten the measurements right. and everything. So. Most of the time when you say, I think it's this, I'm like, oh, she doesn't, doesn't really, really know. know. <laughs> you got that right, yeah. kids. Don't really know. Because I do that too. <laughs> I'm just going to take an educated, educated guess. Educated guess. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure the people who ask me, not you, mm-hmm. but mothers, Mm-hmm. who are, you know, planning their daughter's yeah. weddings from afar, they think, God, does this woman not know what the hell's going on at her own venue? Yeah, but... Well, I do, but, you know, yeah. I mean, that's just not a priority right, of mine, right. you know, knowing how long the damn animal mm-hmm. is, you know. Or, I get that. But I tried to correct myself <laughs> and have all those measurements now in my phone <laughs> so that when people ask me, I can just... Because mm-hmm. I know the table sizes. Yeah. I, yep. I, I, table's no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh Arches, I know all the measurements mm-hmm. of the arches. The round tables, I know what the measurements are there. How many can people can sit around? Right. The square footage here, the square footage there. Yeah. But just, you know, how many church pews I have. Right, right. Like, but somebody asked me what was the length of they wanted to get a uh-huh. runner. I'm like, I don't know. Well, I, think, I didn't say that to him, but I'm yeah. thinking in my head, what the hell? I don't know. Nobody ever does runners anymore. Well, do you see it? I, I see runners up at the tobacco barn. Ugh. I do. Ugh. I know. Me too. I don't like runners. Y'all, I would rather do blanket of mm-hmm. rose petals. Uh, yes. Much but more. I so. will tell you, I have only seen people trip up 
on aisle runners. I've never seen anybody. Well, I'll take that back. And that's why sometimes it. people say they put mm-hmm. it down. So they yeah, won't trip. But that's not true, that's y'all. Not true. Y'all will trip over an aisle yes, runner. Yes, you will. A hundred percent. Yes, you, you will. will. On grass. Yep. I mean, yep. you, you really will. Or, and I know a bride and groom had one because it had their name on it. And their, mm-hmm. I said, had one like that too. Yes. But that was 13 years ago. Yeah, I know. But you were <laughs> kind of ahead of your time with your flower petals and yeah. stuff. Did I you know. see? Shoot. That's... <laughs> I hit the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. In my, uh, yeah. In my post, thirteen yeah. years. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Yesterday. So you had the flower petals going I on. Did and mm-hmm. that people weren't doing that kind of thing then. No. Mm-mm. So you were ahead of your time. My dresses were black. Yeah. That, that was kind of. See, and I love black. Oh, me too, girl. I'd wear every black ever. My was. son. My son. My husband, when we got married, uh-huh. the men wore black Calvin Klein suits. Uh-huh. They were classics. Yep. I just love with a bow yep. tie. Yeah. That that is the only thing that I wish we would have, but it was before. Is Joey's suit was so ill fitting, mm. but you know he's slender and tall, so and that was husband. really hard back then. They're built a lot of life. Mm. They are. They yeah. really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband's very thin too. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. But I noticed that when I posted the pictures yesterday, I was like, eh. This suit don't look. It was, well, and you know what? You know what he actually said, Kayla. I hope you're listening to this. He said that's the grandma alterations for you. And I said, right. you know what? Your grandma did do our alterations. Yeah. But it, you know, my my dress was very ill fitting at yeah, the top, yeah. and his pants weren't on because the you had because I had a, the grandma alteration. Yes. Yeah. I should have. We should have went to a professional. Professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. There you go. I, I was proud of him, too, because that means he really listened to our podcast. Yeah. He, he, like, automatically said, that's grandma alterations. And I was like, good for you, good for you. listening to us. Hey, do <laughs> tell about the story, the text you got yeah. today. Yeah, so I did. That was exciting. That was exciting. I got a text from Kayla at Lavender Park um, Bridal, and she was letting me know that she had a girl that came in. I'm trying to see if I can find it. I can't find it, so I'm just going to paraphrase. She had a girl that came in from... Florida, Florida, to visit her mom in Huntsville, uh-huh. and had heard our podcast. podcast, and so she came to Kayla and bought her wedding dress. Yes, but yeah, that's crazy. It's so awesome. I know that's exciting. Yes, people in Florida are listening to us. <laughs> like, we need you to tell us like yes. where you're from. Yes, like just send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or Sarah's email or something. We want to know like yeah. how far we're reaching here. I know because it seems. You know, that y'all are liking us. I know. You really like us. We're so excited. <laughs> Didn't Sally feel sad? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was hoping you might get that. I got all. it. <laughs> you really like me. You really like me. <laughs> Anyways, back to our topic. Um, <laughs> let's talk about alcohol. Oh, okay. yeah. What are some pros and, and some cons. cons of a venue having a liquor license? Okay. And I've been on both sides of that coin. Mm-hmm. I know you have. That's why I thought it would be a good one. Yeah. So when we first started, we let people bring in outside alcohol, but my staff had to serve it. Okay. We had to control it. But people would get belligerent if they thought Mm -hmm. that we were cutting them off or slowing them down because, by God, I brought in that damn alcohol. I'd be able to drink it how much I want, when I want. Mm. So needless to say, after a crazy wedding where we had two women fighting in the parking lot, Rolling in the gravel and dresses. See, we do need a reality. I know we do. So bad. I know. And this past weekend, even though I have a liquor license now, we had a guest passed out by the pond. Thank God he didn't roll into the pond. Or the, yeah. He was missing. They came back here looking for him because he was missing. They realized he was missing when they got to their Verbo home in Crofton. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. He was just hanging out by the pond. Oh, well, he was laying out by the pond. Thank God he was okay. And they he, got all the way to their house? And realized he was missing. All the way to their house? Yes. It's like a home And alone here, here, shout out to my staff. My staff stayed here with the, him when they discovered him mm-hmm. and got them back here to get right. him home safe and sound. Good for your staff. I know. They did. Yeah, I, think they, I think they hung out for an hour. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it took them that long to figure it out. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> so a con could be you may find somebody, somebody sleeping in your venue. That's right. <laughs> and I mean, and you don't want somebody like that waking up in mm-hmm. the middle of the night and no. wandering into your venue. And no. God knows what could happen to them. Right. Um, and with all that glass, oh, it would scare the heck out of me. Somebody, and like you said, it could have been really bad. He could have rolled into that pond. Yes, he could. Mm-hmm. That pond is 30 feet deep. Wow. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's very deep. Yeah. It's pretty deep. Yeah. And there's wow. snakes in there. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, Nature. I should probably not have said that. <laughs> Damn, nobody's going to book. Just kidding. <laughs> it's friendly snakes. They're nice snakes. <laughs> there are pet snakes. <laughs> George and Martha. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. It just got to be out of control. Weddings got to be out of control. And people just thought they were entitled to do whatever they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. That's why I decided to get their liquor. I was very resistant to, let me tell you. Yeah. My family for two or three years had been hammering me. Mom, we have got to get a liquor license. We have got to get a liquor license. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, God, one more thing. Well, there's a lot of paperwork and stuff. There is a lot of paperwork. I think people don't realize They that. do not. So now we have a liquor license. All my staff are licensed bartenders. Mm-hmm. They don't have to hire any license. Some venues will make them do that. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't have to hire any. They're already going to be supplied with their... And that comes with your package. That comes with the package. Because a lot of venues are, you know, up yeah. to $32 per hour yeah. per bartender. Yeah. So that's something to look into, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not only do you get staff that work your wedding, you get staff that are going to work the bar if mm-hmm. you're having a bar. And they make sure that people are safe. Right. And we have set rules, you know, no double shots and a drink. You can't get a double Jack and Coke. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that some people think all my rules are ridiculous, but there is a reason why. Right. And we will sell you a shot, just not a double shot and a drink. You know, somebody can't get up from their table and say, hey, I'm going to the bar. Who wants a drink and come back with five drinks? You can't do that. Yeah. Well, that's also a lot for like legal purposes, too. Yeah. I mean, because you could be getting it for someone under the age of 21. Correct. And, and you're going to find that at any bar, in any restaurant. Yes. That's not just at a venue. So, yes. You know. And I actually had a father that came up and wanted to get two beers. My staff were like, sorry, you can only get one. Who's the other beer for? Oh, well, my son. Well, he he needs to come up here so we can ID him. Oh, well, he's only 15. So the father wanted to supply alcohol to yeah. a 15-year-old, his 15-year-old son. So, yeah, there's reasons why yes. those yeah, rules yes. are there. For yes. Sure. So I think a venue that does have a liquor license is a better deal. I know, yes, yeah. you're going to probably pay more for your alcohol, for alcohol, but you probably will have more variety. Mm-hmm. And you need to talk to them. Hey, if we set up a tab for a certain amount, mm-hmm. can we get a discount? Like if we guarantee that we'll spend this so much money, can we get a, a discount on maybe beer and wine? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be afraid to ask that. I would say, hey, we're going to have a couple signature drinks that mm-hmm. are mixed drinks, you know, like something um, that could be pre-batched before. Pre-batched. Right. Correct. Is there a way that we can get maybe some kind of discount on that? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of ways you can do it so that you're not breaking the bank. And spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a bar yeah. tab. That is one thing that I've learned that like venues or anything in particular, if you can batch make it, yes, usually it's a little bit cheaper yes. in the long run than it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've done at several weddings. They wanted a special drink. Mm-hmm. So it was one that we like could his do and that. hers. Correct. Kind of mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are cute. Too, yep. So. Yep. Okay. So I think we're about ready to wrap up everything for tonight. Do you have any other tips? And we do want to talk about insurance a little bit too before we leave. Yeah. We do do not require insurance. However, I tell couples, hey, it doesn't hurt to, especially if you own a home together, Mm -hmm. talk to your homeowner's insurance agent. A lot of times you can get event insurance through them. All it does is it covers you for liability. Mm -hmm. If somebody were to get hurt during your event or something were to happen, catastrophic. Like roll into a pond. Correct it will be covered by that event insurance. Right. Always be sure that if you do do that, put the venue's name on the policy as well. Okay. So you're both covered. Now, I have my own insurance. I'm not saying that. I do. Right. But when it comes to somebody that wants to sue, their insurance company is going to go after whoever they can go after. For sure. Everybody and anybody. Correct. Mm -hmm. Because they want to get the most money they can. So they might go after the venue owner. They might go after the couple. They might go after the couple's parents. No telling. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't hurt. You would hate to think that you would have a guest like that, but Mm. you just never know. So do you require your vendors to have insurance? I don't. You don't? I don't. Okay. No. I do think that a lot of venues do that. Yes. Why is that? Okay. So I think... Explain that to me. I think it's actually like a smart idea. 
I think number one, when they ask for it, they're verifying that they're a legal business. Okay. I think that's one aspect of it. Two, I think that there are thinking that that'll protect them in some way. I've had a venue ask, what what is it like to be a to be written on it? I don't know what it's called, the insurance thing. So like it would be like my insurance policy, but them be named on it yeah. too. I don't understand that at all. But at a did, rider. Yeah, at a rider. Mm-hmm. But it did seem like it was a um normal practice when I told my insurance agent that I needed that. Um so I don't know. I don't know why. I think that it's probably just so that they know that they are a, you know, professional legal business who kind of knows, you know, what they're doing, hopefully. Well, I do get quite a few couples who have family members mm-hmm. that want to do parts of the wedding for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the florals. Yeah. Or a lot of times it's the catering. Mm-hmm. And I just let them go ahead and do that yeah. because they think they're saving money. But they're not. But you're really not, ladies Mm-mm. and gentlemen. No. But if that's what they want to do, you know, yeah. that's what they want to do. And I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But they got to understand you're not be, you're not cooking in this kitchen. Right. You yeah. better have everything prepared when you come. Because you have a prep space. I have only. a prep space only. And that is why I have mm-hmm. a prep space only. And well, most venues do have prep space yeah. only. Why you would have a full-fledged mm-hmm. kitchen mm-hmm. in your venue unless you do cooking, you know, catering right. yourself. Right. Which is what I know one in Henderson does the farmer and the Frenchman? Yeah, he's They're a like chef. a restaurant. Yeah, he's a restaurant yeah. and chef, and I mean it makes total sense, right? That you would have that, but most venues are not. Yeah, so yeah. I would not have a, you know, it's it I just wouldn't have it. Yeah, unless you were thinking about opening a restaurant, right? Right, for sure, or start doing catering. Yeah, let me tell you, I was on the catering side of the wedding, but no, never. that's one place I would not. Want no, to be. no, no, and I did pastries and cakes. Mm-hmm. So no, no. <laughs> no, Mm-mm. no. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. Well, I think we've got a lot of tips. You know, when you're thinking about venues um, for our brides, you just know. make sure you know what all their policies ask, are. Ask, ask, what all the do's and don'ts mm-hmm. are. What can you live with? What can't you live without? Oh, a good one. What is expected of you at the end of the night? Because you you need to know that as a couple. Like, yes. What is expected of you? What you Because need to- a lot of times a couple leaves. Yeah. And they're leaving family members here who have no idea what they're yep. supposed to be doing. I've had people that were just about to walk out and all they had left everything. Yep. Just I'm like, yeah. folks, this all... I'm not, you got to do this. You got to take this stuff. Yours. This is your stuff. This is not my stuff. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Another good thing to for our listeners is to keep your contract, keep it with you that day, and know your contract. Like, for real, actually read those contracts. Sarah's venue is not one of the venues that I, I'm going to be talking about. But <laughs> there are venues out there who will tell you one thing, and then the day of, it's totally different. Yes. And will say that they don't have that contract yes. or you can't see it or whatever. Yes. Y'all, know what you're paying for. Know what you're getting. Know the kind of people you are working with. Yes. I mean, because that is super important. Mm-hmm. So um, if they tell you that there's going to be draping there and there's no draping there, get your contract out. Or yes. if they say, you know, you're going to have to throw away your trash, but in your contract it says you don't have to. That contract is gold. Mm-hmm. Um, keep it, read it, know it, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. And take notes. I mean, yeah. if they do say those things to you. Make them sign it or initial it yeah. or something. Yeah, and you don't see it in the contract, mm-hmm. but they're telling you that this mm-hmm. is so. Be sure you get it in writing somewhere. And yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like I said, Burdock is not one of the venues. Well, let me tell you, a (laughs) guest told a DJ, boy, her contract is very detailed. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But that's why. But that's why. Yeah. Because I've had crazy crap happen. Absolutely. I mean, mine's pretty long for a floral. Yeah. You know. How many pages is yours? I think mine's four. Mine's seven. So, see, but, yeah. I, but for floral, but I do a lot floral, of coordinating lot. too. But still. And I know my stuff and I know the problems that, you know, people have ran into before. And yep. mine is done by a lawyer. And it's not only to protect me, it's to protect the you. client as well. Right. You know, I want them to be happy and I want them to know that they're getting what they're getting. Right. You know, kind of thing. And so much of it's common sense. Yeah. And it's unfortunate you've had to mm-hmm. write out mm-hmm. common sense, you think, yeah. common sense stuff. Yeah. I know one mother said to me one time, you mean... You really had to write this out? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. 
Because I had somebody yeah. pass out mm-hmm. by the pond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one thing we didn't talk about, I know this one's going a little long, but one thing we didn't talk about that I do want to harp on is, like you said, the things that come with the package. We yeah. had a, a listener write in and say to always think about like your tables and chairs and how much those would cost. If you had to rent those if you out. had to rent them. Because right. sometimes a lesser venue with nothing is going to seem like a better deal. But when you're talking about these high-end chairs, like the ones you have at the Burdock and the ones, you know, several people have around here, mm-hmm. those chairs are very expensive yep. for rentals. Yep. And same thing with farmhouse tables and, and that kind of thing. And not only the rentals of it, but the delivery and the setup that that company is going to charge you to. That's right. So don't think, ah, that $500 barn in the middle of nowhere with nothing is the smart idea when you could really get more bang for your buck having the things and amenities and the chairs and the tables and that kind of thing ahead of time. And I've had several brides that I'll tell you that end up at the barn mm-hmm. are young ladies that have grown up on a farm. Mm-hmm. They have a barn on their farm, yeah. on their family farm. But moms come and say, but we don't have all these amenities. We don't have a bathroom. We don't have bathrooms, yeah. kitchen. Everything's here mm. and you're still getting that barn feel you want. Uh-huh. And I can leave at the end of the night. Yeah. I don't have to worry about all this afterwards. Because yeah. so. I recently rented a luxury bathroom for a couple and it was just a two-stall bathroom and had air conditioned heat. Very luxury is and I think that costs maybe fifteen hundred dollars for a certain amount of hours. How much is your barn? To rent my barn yeah. for the, the mm-hmm. 4500 So think about that. That's yes. $1,500 yes. for just the bathrooms yes. where you could get it for forty five with the tables, the, the chairs, chairs, the pews, you know, all the amenities. Yeah. So yeah. you really do have to think Chapel about that. Chapel barn, the reception barn, mm-hmm. the kitchen, the yeah. deck, the overlook, the outdoor 100-year-old fireplace. Absolutely. I mean, and, and not just us. So there are other venues yes. like us that have lots Agreed. of cool amenities too. But just remember that the bathrooms were $1,500. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... I know. Uh, yeah. You know, and tables and chairs. Tables are as bare minimum start at $10. Chairs bare minimum start at $1.50. Mm-hmm. Nice ones like you have, $7, mm-hmm. you know. That's interesting. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. $7 to yeah. rent. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, for sure. Need, I need to start renting my chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs chairs? Who needs chairs? <laughs> Anybody give me a call if you want chairs. <laughs> and I change up, you know, we change up our chairs up on the yeah. hill. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing we do. And I'm assuming probably most venues do. You need to always be stay on trend, stay on trend freshen things up. And mm-hmm. I think we're really good about doing that at yeah, Burdock. Yeah, for sure. We had the white folding garden chairs forever. Mm-hmm. Now I have champagne colored Shivari chairs, mm-hmm. which so that's elevated the venue. Yeah. We put string lighting outside and some more areas out at, the, at that. I noticed that one down mm-hmm. here. I like that. Yeah. Down at Keith Glen, we, and we the put little walkway. Some, mm-hmm. Notice. Yeah. So, you know, we're always trying yeah. to improve or add to mm-hmm. our venue. Yeah. So that when you come and look, it might look different the next time you mm-hmm. come. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, do you want us in with a horror story tonight? You got one? I think the one I told about the girls fighting. Yeah. yeah that was pretty. Mm-hmm. My husband said he'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. Not, and he watches WWE. <laughs> So my horror story pertaining to venues is is just another capacity. I mean, oh yeah, and to always prepare ahead of time that there's going to be a few people who don't RSVP, but that always come. Yes. So if you have a hundred guests, have tables and seating for a hundred and eight because or the, more actually. And I'm glad you said that because here's with us, uh-huh. I only have seating for 150. Yep, 15 tables, right? So if you're going to have more than that, yeah. you're going to have to get it. And don't think, oh, that many. I invited 200, mm-hmm. but they're not going to come. Yeah. And, and hope that 150 make it work. Right. And then you have 200 people show up. Yeah. You're going to have people standing around pissed off because right. they don't have anywhere to sit. Well, not only that is because, you know, that would be every seat taken. Yeah. And they're going to walk in and they're not going to want to sit by somebody. Else. Right. And they're going to want to sit at a different table. And right. so there's going to be three seats here, two seats there, one seat there. You know, so think, take all that into consideration. And, you know, uh, the best advice would be to hire a professional who knows all these kind of things right. or listen to our podcast and tell all your friends. Um, That's right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, think of, think about that kind of thing with venues. It's capacity, the amenities, um, the contracts, you know. The cost mm-hmm. for all the amenities if it's mm-hmm. extra. Right. Um, yeah. If you see something there the day you're looking, is it going to be there the day you get, right. you get married? Yeah. Or, or was that just there just to get, sell it to mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's decorated for a wedding when you go tour it, 
You might want to ask who did that as well. Yes. You don't want them taking credit for it if they didn't do it. Now, I don't do viewings on wedding day. Which is so smart. I don't. I think it's so respectful for the people. I Yeah, I just don't want to ruin. I had to do it one time. I asked the bride ahead of time. She was so cool. She didn't care. Yeah. But I think I have probably had some brides that would care had I. Oh, for sure. They would not have been happy. Yeah. So I just, as a general rule, I do not do viewings on a wedding day. Yeah. You know, when I worked for the venue too, uh, not your venue, you know that, but other people might not. Another venue. <laughs> um, that was one thing. that I we... can't afford her. <laughs> I'd love for her to work for me, but I can't afford her. That was one thing we were big on is that we didn't do viewings on a wedding day. Yes. And I remember we did one one time and it didn't turn out so well. It doesn't usually. Um, so, yeah. I mean, those people. Did you forewarn the bride? Yeah, we did. But, but her, even though, but her, her parents, parents didn't like yeah, it. it was her See, that's what happened to me yeah. one time. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized I just don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bride was cool. Parents were not. Yeah. And usually it's the parents who are paying. Yes. So we probably should have. Did they say something to you about it? Mm-hmm. What they say? Yeah, not, they were not very happy. Mm. And I mean, it was one of those weddings where like everything was running behind and, you know, it was already a very stressful day. Yeah. And it was just stressful. And when we had that viewing, she was not in the bridal suite. And so it just, when we did the viewing in the bridal suite, we should never gone in the bridals. Yeah. Live and learn kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and we know, all have made mistakes. Absolutely. I have made. And I don't work for a venue anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> Live and learn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have made a ton of mistakes. I'm yes. not going to lie. Absolutely. We all have. We all have. We, we, we're we better for it. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. And I, I when I sit and talk with a couple, I always share the, yeah. those things. Yeah. Because I think sometimes it might help them in their search for the right venue. Mm-hmm. And I always say, look, I would love to have you at Burdock. Yeah. But this might not be the right venue for you. You have to get married at the venue that's right for you. Right. And if you would just tell me (laughs) which venue you do book, if you don't book us. Just tell us. Just tell us. We're okay with it. we are. Don't ghost us. Please don't. (laughs) Oh, my God. We talked about that, I know, a hundred times. Every podcast. Y'all, it's so rude. (laughs) Just don't ghost people. Yeah. It's rude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is for sure. I, All right, I managed to slide that in there. Yeah, slide I? it right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we hope you learned a lot about venues. You know where to find us: Ruffle Willow, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Burdock Farms, Instagram, Facebook. A little of TikTok. A little of TikTok. <laughs> I'm still. We're right. getting her there. We're, yeah. <laughs> so uh, next time we're gonna talk. Maybe flowers or maybe DJ. Oh, well, if we talk flowers, I know it's going to be Danielle. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, But we might have a DJ from Clarksville area. Uh Uh-huh. Mike Emmerich with We Bring the Party. party. And he's more than just a DJ, too. He has lighting and that kind of stuff. Photo booth. Mm. All kinds of cool stuff. And And I think he's got a big staff. Uh Yeah. And he's a professional in the industry, you know, very uh, respected. Yes. uh, Clarksville Brides. I think he's owner yes he that. is the owner of Clarksville Brides so, yeah he'd be a great one to talk to about all kinds of different things I'm excited yeah me too all right see you next time guys yep y'all take care see ya